Welcome to On the Ground with Samaritan's Purse, taking you to the front lines and behind the scenes of our work around the world. I'm your host, Christy Graham, and today we wanted to pause and recognize the horrendous events that have been happening surrounding Afghanistan. As a military wife with many family members and dear friends serving today, um, it's really heavy on my heart, and my heart just aches, um, and I know yours is probably as well. And so our hearts are heavy for those that are serving the military, but also our Afghan partners, um, our Christians that live there, um, anyone that's supported um, the United States of America for the past 20 years um, is now in harm's way. And so seeing the news can make you feel discouraged, helpless, and hopeless. And so I know for me, uh, one of the only things I can do is pray and study God's Word. And so I've been clinging to His Word. Uh, one of my favorite scriptures is Psalm 34, 4 through 7, that says, I sought the Lord, and He answered me and rescued me from all my fears. Those who look to Him are radiant with joy. Their faces will never be ashamed. The poor man cried, and the Lord encamps around those who fear Him and rescues them. Samaritan's Purse has been partnering with organizations on the ground to get men, women, and children out of this terrible situation. And so to give us some current updates, I talked with Ken Isaacs, who is our Vice President of Program and Government Relations, and he explains some of the ways that we're helping in this crisis. Well, there's a lot of pieces going on, uh -huh. and uh, it's not something, it is sensitive, it's not something that you can openly talk about. I think everybody understands this image that there's an airport and tens of thousands of people are around the airport, and those people want to get out. And so what do you do in that situation? What do we as Samaritan's Purse do in that situation? But what we have found is that we, we have a very substantial network of people around the world, and we have uh, unique talents, skills, and capabilities that we can bring into that equation. So over the last week, um, uh, me and others uh, have been working the telephones, identifying people who have components to bring to it. It might be identifying Christians who are in the country. It might be identifying Muslim background believers who are in the country, but they all want to get out because they know if they, we get notes, I get notes, like they've got my name, they're looking for me now, they're targeting me. And they're running uh, from place to place. So um, uh, we have funded some airplanes we have funded some activities that have helped to get people out. So I, I can tell you that one of the groups that we're working with has brought out uh, over 80 missionaries uh, in cross-border operations. And um, so we're hearing stories. It was a story uh, there were uh, Saturday, uh, three plane loads of people that came out, which is nearly 700 people. And um, the, the, the guys that organized it, but, and the airplane that it got on was a plane that we had funded. So, you know, it's a difficult time and it's always a little bit of a challenge to say, well, I see God working in this when it's so chaotic, mm -hmm. but yet I do. And um, so we're doing everything that we can to help get people out. But we also recognize that right now a lot of people have got out and they're where? Where are they? And well, they're in Qatar, uh, they're in Dubai, uh, they're going to be in Uganda, they're going to be in Albania, they're going to be in Bahrain, and what's going to happen to them? So President Biden said they're going to be processed first. Well, what that processing means is that they're going to be uh, cleared uh, security-wise to make sure that 
you know, to document who they are and to make sure that they're not a security threat. And then they're going to go somewhere. Uh, and what's the future of these people going to be in these camps? And what is the average life of a refugee as a refugee? Well, I can tell you it's about 22 years. So d does that mean the U.S. is going to move them out in weeks? I don't know. Does it mean that the United Nations High Commission for Refugees is going to get involved? I don't know. But what our expectation is, is that they need help on the ground right now. We're talking with uh, military uh, officers in the places where these people are. Uh, the, the kids who are traumatized, the women who are traumatized, which is going to be like a large percentage of that population. And could they uh, find themselves in camps for years to come where they first sat down? Yeah, they, they could. But, you know, that we might be able to do some things with church partners to help um, uh, churches get involved. We, we don't know about that. But we're thinking the thing through uh, on all of the circumstances that these evacuees are, are going to face. You know, they're going to have a, a tough road. And, um, and it, it, they're going to be there for a while, so we want to help them. We want to show them the love of Jesus where they are, regardless of what they believe. And um, um, so that's what we're doing in Afghanistan and around the world to help Afghan evacuees slash refugees slash friends. That's exactly what Samaritan's Purse does. We run into the fire and not away from it. And all the while, we're depending on the Lord for His strength and comfort and guidance in these situations. And so the biggest thing that we need is prayer. My father-in-law, Franklin Graham, issued a day of prayer Sunday, August 22nd, and the need for prayer is ongoing and urgent. Listen as he shared specific ways to pray for those who are trapped in the crisis, our U.S. leadership to have wisdom and discernment, and for God's hand of safety. Greetings. Thank you for joining me uh, for this uh, time of prayer for Afghanistan. Uh, this is a very uh, critical time uh, in the history of Afghanistan and our country. Uh, there are about 15,000 Americans that have been left behind uh, in Afghanistan. The president said he's going to do everything he can to get them out. And it's not just the 15,000 Americans, but I think of the Christians uh, that have targets on their back, Christians that are being hunted, Christians that have already been executed. Uh, some have been skinned alive, burned, hung. Uh, this is taking place right now as we speak. And then there's the, the 300,000 plus uh, Afghans that have worked for the U.S. military as translators, worked in the embassy. Uh, they've worked for contractors, building bridges and roads and those kinds of things. All of these people will have a target on their back because they worked uh, with the United States of America. A lot of good was done in Afghanistan these last 20 years. And the three administrations had promised to stay the course, uh, Republican as well as Democrat. And for some reason, uh, this administration felt that it was important uh, to cut immediately with no plan and to run. And now we have the chaos that has, that has, in, that has followed. And the only hope for this, the only hope is God. I don't see any other way out except God. And what I'd like to do is to ask you to, to pray. Uh, pray for uh, the people of Afghanistan and join me right now as we pray. 
and I'll lead you in the prayer, and uh, you may want to pray it your own way. It doesn't matter, but the fact is, let's pray. Let's call upon the name of God, the God of heaven. So let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we come today to call upon your name. We ask that you forgive our sins. As a nation, we have sinned greatly against you. Forgive us, Father. And Father, I pray for Afghanistan. For 20 years, Americans have fought and have worked to build and to help change this country. I pray for the Christians in that country, for the pastors who are being threatened and been told by the Taliban that they will come for them. Father, we pray that you'll bring not only protection to the Christians, but bring confusion among the enemy. Father, we pray for provision that you will give to them all that they need to live and to stand firm and to be a witness for you. Father, as our country plans to exit, uh, the Taliban are blocking the entrance to the airport. Many Americans are not able to get out. And Father, we pray that you would just open a way uh, for these men and women who are citizens of this nation to be able to come, to get out safely. Father, we pray for the Afghans who have worked with us in the U.S. military, with Americans over the last 20 years. Father, we pray for them for the women and the children. Father, we know that so many of these women and children, because of their education, their life is at risk now because they can read and write. And Father, we pray for the children, the young boys and girls who the Taliban will try to sell into sex trafficking so they can get money into their coffers. Father, we pray that your hand would protect the boys and girls of Afghanistan from these wicked, evil people. Father, we pray especially for President Biden and our political leaders. Father, we pray for Tony Blinken, our Secretary of State, Susan Rice, Lloyd Austin, Mark Milley. Father, we pray for these people and the others that are advising the president and whispering in his ear. And Father, I pray that you would give our president wisdom. And Father, we pray as he makes decisions these next few weeks that uh, he will see and understand that this wisdom has come from you, has come from all, and that he would give you glory for that. And Father, we pray for our military that is there, that's deployed, came home and had to turn around and go right back. Father, we pray for these men and women uh, that are helping to try to provide protection for those that are wanting to leave the country. Father, that you would protect them. And Father, we thank you for all the various groups that are working to help get people out. Father, we pray that you would bless them and help each and every one. And Father, we come today in the name of of your son, Jesus Christ, 
who took our sins to the cross, who died and who was buried for our sins, whom you raised to life. Father, we come to you and we're calling upon the name of your Son. And it's in his name that we're praying today. And Father, we ask all of these things in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for being a part of this prayer. And I would just ask you, as you go throughout the day, just remember to pray for Afghanistan. Uh, and however God may bring it up to your memory, just pray. Uh, but please pray for the president. He needs our prayers. Uh, there's such a mess on the ground right now. Only God can straighten it out, but maybe God might use Joe Biden and give him wisdom to do the right thing now. The right thing for this country and the right thing for the Afghan people. So thank you again, and God bless. Thank you for tuning in today. I hope this helps give encouragement and hope to you in such a hard situation, but I also hope it helps you to pray and advocate for these people. I wanted to end with Psalm 28, 6. Blessed be the Lord, for He has heard the sound of my pleading. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in Him, and I am helped. Therefore, my heart celebrates, and I will give thanks to Him with my song. The Lord, the strength of His people, He is a stronghold of salvation for His anointed. Save your people, bless your possession, shepherd them, and carry them forever. Thanks again for listening. God bless you and your family.